Welcome to the Make Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Spears, marketing coach and consultant for heart-led, purpose-fueled, ambitious business owners who are on a mission to live out their wildest dreams and who don't settle for anything less than extraordinary. My mission with this podcast is to inspire and empower you to make magic with your marketing, your business, and your life. I'll be bringing you conversations with a range of incredibly inspirational coaches, healers, and experts to expand your mind, level up your business, and enrich your life one episode at a time. If you're someone who believes in magic and works at intentionally cultivating a life full of abundance, then this podcast is for you. Hey, Libby, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Very well, thank you. Sun shining here today, so I can't complain. <laughs> it's nice I to be you, here. <laughs> you've got beautiful lighting on you there. I feel like everything's very yellowy on my side. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on to chat. I'm so excited. Um, we were just talking about how we discovered each other. can't actually remember who discovered who first, but <laughs> it was only a few months ago, and I feel like I got to know you so well through the wonderful and weird world of Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a magical tool, isn't it? I think for all its faults, I think it's definitely got, um, yeah, great connection facilities and I've made some wonderful friends online so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely especially over the last 18 months right mm. it's been a savior in many ways um so I would love for you to start off by introducing yourself yeah of course so I'm Livy um and I am a human design specialist and I work with mainly female entrepreneurs who are looking to grow their business in alignment with their human design um so I'm sure we'll go on to speak about what human design is but that's that's what I do amazing (laughs) and something that I'm going to be asking all of my guests from now on is what is your mission or your dharma and the reason I ask this is because I love 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 to get to the core of why people set up their business in the first place so of course kind of mission and dharma can be all encompassing in life Mm. and I'm sure we'll delve into this (laughs) much more Um, you have a much better understanding than I do Mm. but it's something that I ask a lot of my clients like why did you set up your business in the first place because I think I don't know just as humans we can become so easily disconnected from that original reason and, and end up kind of letting it sway us all over the place so yeah Yeah. I'd love to know what yours is yeah so I think um it's evolving and it has evolved you know since when I first began but at the moment the core essence of it is to really help people understand how unique they are and to let go of old structures and frameworks and binds that keep them in what I call the homogenized form which is you know very much of the same um, so trying to give people permission and confidence to really step into their individuality, step into self-empowerment, um, you know, trust in their unique gifts and themselves rather than, um, you know, trusting in authorities or um, having to rely on systems of power or um, other structures that kind of keep us the same keep us all the same so the core foundation is individuality Mm, yeah I love that because so I discovered human design last year and I had Mm. a really powerful reading it honestly blew my mind and (laughs) 
it was kind of like having my natal chart read but on steroids <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it described as that so that's fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've had both I've had both readings done and they were both incredible in their own unique ways because obviously they are different whilst um use the so I'm not even gonna go into it you can explain yeah. what you really yeah. I'm gonna butcher it all <laughs> yeah um, well, yeah um and I was just gonna say like it it was comforting it blew my mind because it enabled me to learn so much about myself that really I already knew mm. but I didn't have the awareness around so like a couple of examples um I have an emotional authority um, and so I learned that I'm probably best off sleeping on bigger decisions for one or two, three nights. Like I kind mm. of feel into what I need. Now I'm aware of it because otherwise I can take kind of spontaneous action, mm. ride on this emotional high and I'm like, yeah, this is amazing. This is the best thing ever. Mm. Let's do it. And then the next day or a couple of days later, I might wake up and go, oh, I don't quite feel as excited anymore or actually feel quite different. So now I know to ride that out and make a decision from a level, like a level playing field once I've ridden the waves. Mm. And another thing that was super comforting, I mean, there were so many, but just another example is... I learned that I think I'm right in saying this correct me if I'm wrong but is it mm. right that um typically like or roughly half of the population thrive from having structure and half population kind of thrive from having the opposite like flexibility and maybe it's more nuanced than that but that felt like it gave me a lot of permission to kind of wake up each morning and go oh do you know what it's fine if I don't feel like doing that peloton workout like every single day um because I'm not supposed to I actually thrive from feeling into my body and going what do you want and need today rather mm. than needing to stick and so I thought oh yeah that's been almost like a pattern throughout life I do really like structure in a lot of ways but then I don't ever feel like I can stick to say like a daily workout or I hate anything that's strict around food I just I, I need to feel free yeah. um, and so I no longer felt like a failure and I was like oh, <laughs> this is just me <laughs> yeah I think it can be quite liberating can't like almost like it's sometimes described as a permission slip um to really just become your most authentic self um and yeah it speaks to so many different things our human design chart there's so much that it can reveal um including going down to you know digestion and food and environments and um lo loads of granular detail um and yeah like you say it is a bit more nuanced than like structure or non-structure um but I think what you're what you kind of speak to there is like the power of us tuning into our bodies and body awareness which is one of the core foundations of human design that is trying to get us out of the mind essentially when it comes to decision making and navigating life and surrender to the body um because the body is the you know the tool that holds um awareness for decision making um 
you know, for lots of different things, but essentially how it's described in human design is that you, you come in with this vehicle, your design, and the body is actually, um, let's allow the body to be the driver rather than, you know, the mind, let the mind be the passenger, um, instead of, you know, that sort of, backseat passenger that wants to like tell you to turn right or like turn left <laughs> tries to drive the experience um when when we just surrender to our, our body's awareness like it, ha- it it can kind of you know if we follow what we call our strategy and authority like lead us to um the the destination or at least along a path of of, of less resistance um because you know, life isn't easy and we all kind of come in with these different vehicles and bodies and skills and gifts. And, you know, some of us are motor power operated and we can kind of sail across the ocean in a very direct and linear journey. Um, and others are there with just like a paddling boat and a little sort of, you know, um, paddle trying to like turn around in circles with the wind behind them and all sorts. And I think it's just like, it's just becoming aware of like who you are can be incredibly liberating in terms of navigating life and um and yeah and business mm, yeah so what is human design how does it work I know that some of my listeners will um know a fair bit they might have had a reading and then others will be like tell me more about this <laughs> magical thing you're telling me bits and pieces about <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's a good point. I think, you know, it's, it's something that's sort of been around for a little while, but um, well, it was it was channeled in the late 80s. And I think it's kind of having its moment or, you know, in the last couple of years or so, it's really begin to, uh, beginning to um, yeah, be aware in people's consciousness of what it is. And people are really starting to tune into themselves and especially having lived through this, you know, pandemic and kind of asking questions of, what is my purpose? What am I doing here? And human design essentially is a new age sort of self-awareness tool that helps us understand uh, how we are uniquely designed to operate. So um, based on our time, date and location of birth, just like in astrology, you might have, like you said, your natal chart read, human design um, uses those credentials um, to pull up what's called a map really a personalized map that that shows you like how the energy is flowing within within your aura what's going on energetically for you what your natural gifts and sort of talents are and how to achieve more success more fulfillment um you know less frustration less bitterness less anger and more peace in our lives so it's it's really like um a map uh for us being able to navigate our potential um and it's called the science of differentiation so it's the science of what makes us different what makes us unique in this world um much like other tools like astrology and maybe the myers-briggs or um other personality type assessment tools but this is quite mechanical you know it's literally sort of exploring like where the energy is moving um yeah yeah when you look at the chart it does look yeah very mechanical it's like different gates and different things and I know that you have my chart in front of you so maybe we could run through a little bit of that to give everyone a better idea of I don't know like a taster of what what a session um, Mm. could include but 
um when I learned that I've got an open head center I was like oh yes I'm such a highly sensitive person which I believe we all are but like honestly I feel like a sponge sometimes and so mm-hmm. doing daily energy cleanses meditations has been a game changer for me because I have really realized how much energy I take on from others even if it's just you know like a couple of client calls a day and social media I can mm-hmm. end up feeling like things that aren't mine to own so that was a huge one for me to learn about and then you know learning about my authority the fact that I'm a manifesting generator like there are certain types of things and then like line uh one and three am I mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then there's like so many intricacies within that so <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. have it with you <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I mean, you've done amazing at recalling all of that. So well done. Um, I think the way I kind of explore it with clients is introducing them to these codes. I mean, my, my work is particularly sort of focused on, on how to use your design in, in your business now. Um, and within, you know, the chart can reveals to us the, these, what I call and what I've named business codes. Um, and they include, things like your energy type um which is the leadership and the kind of role that you play as an entrepreneur um your communication strategy so how you're best interacting with others um and eliminating that sense of resistance or friction within within that experience your decision making strategy you spoke to having like what we call emotional authority so how you're naturally designed to make decisions and have confidence that you're making decisions that you can kind of trust in that are correct for you um together with strengths you know these defined functions within us so when you look at your chart and explore which of what we call the energy centers are kind of colored in they speak to what you have to offer other people um, where that energy is consistent within you and where perhaps you might get distracted your shadows and your distractions so you know recognizing and potentially navigating personal challenges as entrepreneurs through knowing our design and um, one of the things you just spoke to is, is the profile which is also known in, in in the business codes as as your public role so it's um, speaking to how you kind of how you best learn and how others see you in this um and how you can market yourself really so for example being a one three each of the what we call lines carry these certain energetic traits so what that really means to be a one three is that you're somebody who benefits a lot from seeking out strong materials to create strong foundations for you within your business and having that sort of structure and comfort and security um, that your soul or your personality is craving. Um, It's an investigation sort of energy. So there's something about you that's seeking these strong materials to build a foundation. So you're able to do that through a sense of research, through investigation, and that can take time. So as a business owner, like when I read for somebody who's got a a one, three profile, we're always going to be exploring like what are the foundations of the business and not to be necessarily sort of... um, like taking hugely impulsive actions when the foundations aren't super strong so finding a kind of like a a balance and seeking out authority in in others 
Um, often what happens you find with one three profiles is that they're looking to other authorities you know they want to know like who's built like if you're if you imagine like building a business building a house like you'll need strong foundations to to build a secure house to build a secure business and so you seek out other authorities to kind of help you understand how do you do it you know how do, how do you actually build a business how like what what are the strongest materials sort of thing so um you know knowing that about yourself and not berating yourself for like feeling this need to feel secure and I find first lines often driven by like a desire for financial security as well so um you know even when it comes to investments like having to know that you feel a sense of security and um yeah just there's so many ways in which it can kind of play out in the business but there's definitely like a strong foundational energy and one in which you are here to follow those sort of insecurities that you might feel in order to become an authority yourself so um you know we're looking ultimately as a first line to become an authority in a subject and so a lot of what you do will be driven by like this research and investigation in order for you to become one and you want to you know you can see who's who's authentic in in like who, who are the good authorities who who are not and you're kind of going to blend in and sort of do that research yourself until you kind of got the the you know the materials in place to to become um a, a strong one yourself so um I always think you know with first lines when they're kind of creating content and stuff it's good to go go in on the detail you know carousels infographics like show your position of authority um and that can be really helpful in terms of like becoming visible and really aligned to your design because you've got those natural skills within you or that natural drive yeah I call it an insecurity because you're meant to follow these insecurities to to show up as an ultimately as an authority mm -hmm. um so that's kind of yeah one part of it uh, yeah, you're yeah. nodding your head like really. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of that is totally spot on. Like mm -hmm. the minute I started investing in like people who are authorities and and can could support me with my business in various different ways, from pra really practical stuff through to you know the mindset. Mm. Um, that was all such a game changer for me, and for sure, like the shadow side of needing to feel secure has been such a challenge and something that I've been working mm. on over the last few months it's yeah it's very real but honestly like when light was shone on that mm. through my reading and through other people I've worked with mm. it's just been like I said earlier and like you said about the permission slip it's just like there's nothing wrong with me this is just my type and then mm -hmm. these are the strategies that I put in place to support how I am naturally yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and then I think it engenders a sense of like empowerment doesn't it where you're not having to compare yourself to other people because you're in your own lane and you're owning like your strengths and you're aware of your distractions and potential shadows and like it makes for um yeah somebody who's really unique and I think that like that uniqueness in a homogenized world and in a, a potentially like saturated world like can feel quite powerful because we all have a message to share you know we all have a unique kind of um I think mission or energy of service in this lifetime and um attuning to that in the best way possible to I, I always think that we've come in 
with this light to shine and we kind of take it to as far as we can and then we'll enter the star field and somebody else will pick it up you know where we've left it off in a way um so yeah it's 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 a it's a nice way to uh, attune to really who who you are and give you the confidence I think um in business when which can be quite daunting you know when you start off like we were mentioning before we came online about how it's very different to have your passion and be really drawn to explore your passion and um you know found the thing that you really love to actually making a business out of it mm-hmm. yeah yeah totally um but what are the other kind of main things that people can learn about themselves through human design like what are mm. the maybe the different authorities I feel like that's super powerful one to understand yeah. because I actually saw a coach um recently kind of talking about um how if she was supporting people to make decisions quicker and I thought oh but that really goes against what I've learned in human design like if I was working with someone they would try to teach me how to make decisions quicker that wouldn't work for me I just know it Mm -hmm. wouldn't because as I mentioned like that emotional authority needs to keep on things and feel into it for longer Yes. Yeah. I mean, decision making, although we have what were called the basic authorities that speak to how you make decision, again, is very nuanced when you look at the whole of the chart kind of combined. So um, you have your authority, which is your unique decision making, but there are different things that might uh, distract you from being able to connect to that based on other what we call like open areas in your design, whether or not something is conscious within you or unconscious. But um, essentially 50% of us have an a, what you called an emotional authority. So that means that we're here to take time with our decision making, you know, either sleep on decisions, depends on, you know, how big the decision is. From the day to day, you might be able to navigate decisions intuitively when it comes to bigger decisions like, you know, moving location, entering into relationships, um, whatever it might be, you know, investments in in our in our business, then yeah, it's probably sensible to get to know the flavor and the tone of what we call your emotional wave that help you dictate like how to make decisions best in alignment with you so that it, you know, those decisions don't harbor regret or um, a sense of pain or, you know, angst within us, uh, which can be feelings that we have, I think, as business owners, um, you know, especially when you first become um, an entrepreneur. So, Um, Lots of us are sort of riding what we call these emotional waves and the flavor of those waves are are, uh, individual based on your design. Um, Some of us are kind of leaning into that gut feeling, but our ability to connect that gut feeling might be overruled or almost like trumped by something else that's going on emotionally so there's there's so much kind of nuance to decision making even though we have these broad authorities where you know for some people as well it might be trusting their intuition like heavily um which in human design we actually we uh differentiate between your intuition that comes from the spleen and your gut feeling which is in the sacral um so two different sort of areas of intelligence that are speaking to us um some people are here to kind of speak things out and soundboard and you know um potentially go after things that they really want themselves or their hearts are really into so it's um there's there's lots of different what we call authorities and decision making I think when you 
are able to navigate your own and experiment with your own, then you get to arrive at your truth much more quickly. Um, mm. So, yeah, I mean, everyone's got a different way and I'm sure different tools of being able to help people trust in themselves. Um, human design is, is one of those. Mm. Um, just while I'm thinking of it, I'd love to ask you about the reflectors. So that's a very small portion of society isn't it who are yeah. the reflector and are they best off kind of waiting a whole moon cycle to make big decisions is that right I'm so intrigued by this it feels like <laughs> such a long time for me <laughs> yeah yeah so reflectors are one of what we call the energy types um and they are just one percent of the population and they have um they have a slower decision-making process because they really are sensitive to conditioning influences and um, it takes time and they have to sort of be patient with decision-making to arrive at their truth because what's happening is they're constantly sort of sampling what's going on in the environment and it's making them feel potentially a certain way about something on one day and then the next like not the same and so we always encourage reflectors um to really take time with life in general you know um you mentioned you felt like a bit of a sponge in terms of taking on you know other people's uh, you know after being in session and really feeling like a, a sponge in 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 taking on other people's potentially their stuff you know as you um experience time with them like imagine that but amplified like through all of the energy centers like it's a lot when you're holding so much of other people's stuff if you're not like releasing it back into the environment then it's difficult to discern and arrive at your own truth um so yeah it, yeah for them it is a much slower kind of process and one that requires a lot of patience because how they feel will generally kind of change day to day based on what's going on with what we call the transits in human design so the position of the moon activating different parts of their design okay mm. so fascinating. <laughs> yeah so fascinating. <laughs> um i'm like okay i'm gonna book in another reading with <laughs> <laughs> there's so I, many questions stacking up already <laughs> I think that's the thing isn't it it's, you don't learn everything about yourself in one session I you know I work with people over months and months and there's so much to explore within our chart it's not just about having a reading done and then you know have a reading done explore what comes up experiment with it you know see what comes back as truth but it's so much deeper than you know just like a natal chart you don't learn everything from your, your one astrology reading like this is so deep isn't it yeah yeah so so deep like my reading was 90 minutes and I got so much from it but even just you know the small amounts of stuff you've said during this chat I'm like oh that's kind of been explained in a new way and I want to delve into that more and especially when it you know your work focuses so much on supporting people with their businesses like understanding their design and how yeah how mm. to operate within their businesses mm. um yeah that's super super intriguing <laughs> um <laughs> so I know that you talk a lot about body wisdom Mm -hmm. um and I know that you have definitely touched on this already but I'd love to learn a little bit more about what this is or like what it means to you Mm. yeah so I think body wisdom to me is that idea of coming out of being in the mind so much and like navigating life with the mind 
the mind is an incredible tool but it's not sort of super helpful when it comes to decision making and like understanding our truth I think you know it helps us ask questions and um you know ponder and be curious and like arrive potentially um different ways of looking at things but um the body holds a lot of for me but the body holds so much untapped wisdom when we've been conditioned to navigate life with our mind so whether you access your body wisdom through meditation or you know walking or whatever your practices are um body wisdom for me is important because it, it brings you back to your truth and your center when the mind can be very busy and for me i'm i've in my astrology i have um my my um moon's in gemini and my sun's in gemini and i'm very curious by nature it's lots of air energy it changes and kind of very kind of mental a lot of mental activity and that can distract me often from what my body's trying to communicate to me um mm. and i've learned a lot uh of hard lessons through navigating life with my mind um, and I think for me, empowering people to trust in, in body wisdom is a really sacred tool that we can offer ourselves in the times that we're living in. Um, so, yeah, that's sort of speaking briefly to, yeah, how, how I see it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't think we've spoken about this yet, but I'm Gemini sun. Are you? Yeah. And then Gemini Mercury, because that usually goes hand in hand. So, mm. my gosh, yeah, I can so relate to that. <laughs> you can probably see it all over my chart. But <laughs> I'm just like on a really simple level. Like, I did a Peloton workout the other day, and the mm. instructor said, Get out of your head and into your body. And I was like, Oh my God, like, this is so simple but it's such a simple reminder that I really did need and all of a sudden my legs were going fast you know because my head my Gemini mind was just like woo well, yes. running around looking at the numbers checking if I was going fast <laughs> enough and then as soon as I just let go of that and let my body just do its thing it was like oh okay it's <laughs> mm. working for me <laughs> yeah yeah I think it's nice to see like day to day how it kind of affects you and I have a very busy mind and I think for me, it's so important to practice, um, to have these practices that help me slow down from day to day. Um, not only like because of my personal makeup, but also societal kind of conditioning as well that lends us to believe that we have to do things at a quick place and we have to be productive. You know, we have to work nine to five and we have to do all of these things. And actually, um there's opportunity and space for us to liberate ourselves from from all of that um and and gift ourselves presence which I think is um one of the key things that we can come back to day to day that help living life um seem like more easy I think when you're present um yeah get lost my gosh yeah for sure like um you know even in conversation I can sometimes have my mind whirling and have all these questions piling up and um be so like so sensitive to my surroundings so I can easily get over stimulated be having a conversation looking at what's going on over there hearing what's going on over there mm. and and now I have so many practices in place to um ground myself which is so important when you're like a an air sign right and mm. 
um, you know, just before our chat, I did a five minute grounding meditation and mm-hmm. I like lit my oil burner and I created a space where I could ground and be present with you because if I didn't, mm-hmm. it might have been fine, but I may well have had a lot more of this kind of what feels to me is almost like a nervous energy, like this hyped up energy. And sometimes that can kind of, yeah, become buzzy and thoughts can be flying and it's like, let's just slow down and then I'm mm. going to operate a lot better. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you're at that fast pace of things whirling around, you miss things, don't you? You don't see what's kind of right in front of you or the signs that are there and the synchronicities and the, yeah, the openings of energy, um, that can are just waiting for us you know in this space um and it really takes slowing down to sort of to see them quietening the mind and becoming present um yeah mm-hmm. I feel that <laughs> <laughs> um I know that you have spoken quite a bit about like discovering your purpose or people being able to use human design to discover their purpose and Mm. learn more about that and I know when I asked you about yours you said of course you know it's it's ever-changing and evolving Mm -hmm. I'd love to know how if perhaps someone's listening and they're like I would love to learn more about what my like um what my my purpose is in terms of what's almost like written out for me already rather than trying to force it and choose something that's available Mm. how can we use human design to rediscover that yeah so human design speaks to what we call like our, our life work or our um our soul's purpose as well and I, you know i don't it's important to remember this is just one modality so whilst it can speak to these themes there are so many other things you know at play as well um and what what human design sort of says is that we come in with this energy of service and we're here to um, bring our light or shine our light in the world and it gives us a flavor of the kind of uh, the energy that we we are sharing with others in this lifetime I mean there's so many different things within the chart that can that can speak to purpose um it's not just one sort of specific area um but for me it was very I guess it was quite in a world where I'd been questioning like what am I doing here you know asking those sort of existential questions like what is my purpose I know that I'm meant to do more than my current day job which at the time was a lawyer and I was feeling very unfulfilled and I definitely felt like it wasn't sort of my purpose but um I think it's also important to remember that our purpose doesn't have to be our job like it can just be you know like we can be in our purpose just you know being anything like being a mom being present being I don't think it has to be something specific and I think it's also a big thing to sort of be conscious of when you know other people's you're working with other people and you're in service to other people and like that, that's their life in your hands um so you know what human design can do is kind of explore the different energies that you are working with uh, from a soul perspective from um a service perspective and um really what's happening you know like you said at the beginning you uh, were inherently aware of all of the stuff that's being read to you I think the reason for that is that it is literally just an intellectualized map of of who you are so it's bound to resonate depending on like how self-aware we really are but there are definitely clues within it that kind of when we start 
um, exploring them and unlocking them, these pearls of wisdom kind of come out and they help us make sense of our space and what, what it means to be us in time and space right now. Um, so yeah, it's something that I kind of speak, speak about, um, in lots of different ways when it comes to human design. Um, but I am, you know, mindful also that it is, you know, some people questioning their purpose and as if it's just like this one big thing that they've kind of come in to explore. And actually, I think for somebody like me who has what we call an open identity center, it can be like that I'll take on many different roles and identities in this lifetime. And I think probably, you know, you've got a three in your design. It's it's lots of experimental and changeable kind of energy and things might change for you quite rapidly through life and there'll be different phases. And, um, you know, the, there's so much going on just bef- beyond this one sort of single energy, but definitely if you're seeking and kind of curious then human design gives us some guidance on on that um just Mm. like astrology will do and and I'm sure other modalities as well yeah I can really now understand why having fairly regular regular readings could be of use especially for me yes I I definitely feel that like I feel like I'm always becoming a new person um my a friend of mine described me recently as a whirlwind because I Mm. can do all of that discovering researching trying things out at speed and then get to a place where I'm like right this is for me right now like this feels Mm. so deeply aligned I'm gonna give that everything but then that will change again and I'll go through that same process and just continue on this whirlwind of just following what excites me I guess following what um what my heart wants because I know we spoke beforehand about having a defined heart center so Mm. I I feel very heart heart led in life yeah yeah and you know just being a manifesting generator like uh, the I guess the overall sort of purpose for them is is magnetic mastery so you're moving through lots of different things and um it's not necessarily like the generator energy where it's sort of mastery over time with magnetic mastery I feel that energy of almost like a whirlwind like moving from one thing to the next and exploring and okay I've learned the skill I've done the lesson like what's next like where is my energy being drawn to um and yeah and you know there's something as well in your design that speaks to having and being drawn to new experiences like been there done that got the t-shirt okay what next sort of thing so um yeah it, it, the, the, there is there is uh, lots within us that can kind of explain why we are the way we are and um sorry lots within the chart that can explain why we are the way that we are and um often what other people see in us is reflected in in the chart as well I think and um if that helps you relax and give you permission to kind of be who you are then what a gift mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely <laughs> Oh, um, I would love to ask you a question around marketing. Mm. So your Instagram account is beautiful. I love (laughs) all of your content. I feel like every time you put out a post, I can feel it. I can feel the intention behind it. I can feel how much you've poured into it. I can feel how Mm. considered it is. And, you know, with my work, I... So my motto is strategy plus intuition equals magic. Um, 
and so mm. you know that's weaving the structure that's that's teaching that's giving the trainings but weaving in all of you know encouraging people to use their intuition but also um I talk a lot about energy and marketing of course you know your energy is everything you can be ticking all the boxes doing all of the strategy correctly but if the right I say the right but you know if the the energy isn't behind it um if the, the energy isn't a, a a match to what you want to attract isn't a match for you know your purpose and the change you want to make in the world then mm. it's just going to be met with with nothing it's going to fall on deaf ears um and so I would just love to ask you a bit about I don't know maybe a bit about your your journey to finding your groove with creating your content and any advice you might have for people who are really trying to market themselves in a really authentic and soul aligned way Mm, yeah oh well thank you for the the recognition there that's um (laughs) something that projectors really crave my energy type you know (laughs) they long for recognition and other people sort of seeing them so uh, that is gratefully received um (laughs) I think for me I um I found my flow when I started speaking from the heart like it was it was literally I let go of these binds of having to have a certain amount of posts per week or like a set sort of structure I do think that you need you know structure and um when I think about structure I'm thinking about like the energy of service you know like I mentioned we're all in service to other people like whether we have a business or otherwise in our lifetime a lot of our energy is is, a, is about the other it's about being in service and so I kind of first come to the energy of service and how can I best serve others like what would speak to them and then I write from the heart and I can always tell the difference between posts that I've oh, sorry posts Mm -hmm. that I have um you know put out because I feel like I have to versus I mean in the past that was versus now the kind of engagement that I get from I almost see it as like channeling when when I write I have an open throat in human design so it means that I don't have consistent access to my voice but I have the ability to really speak pearls of wisdom you might say or channel when when the energy is sort of there and when I don't put pressure on myself to speak so a lot of what I see coming up is is the wisdom of my undefined throat when I um you know when I write really and I think sometimes it speaks to you know I've worked with business coaches in the past who've who've suggested outsourcing social media and and you know as as a way to scale and grow the business and for me um writing is just something that I like to do I I enjoy it and um when I combine it with the energy of service and I come from the heart um that's what feels like kind of magic to me I guess so um yeah it's 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 the heart and the service I'd say kind of speaking to your strategy and intuition piece Mm. um but you know like I didn't always uh, uh, it wasn't there for me I've only just been able to sort of find my groove with it because I trusted in myself as well and I trusted in my profile you know I'm a human design you know looking at the ways in which I could communicate we have these what we call these gates around the throat center that speak to your specific communication sort of style and how you use your voice um and um yeah that's something that I kind of guide clients through as well as looking at other elements of the chart in terms of how how they are going to um communicate and 
you know, in particular, like who are your allies? Like who is actually, when you think about marketing and sort of sharing your message and being in this energy of service, like who are your allies that are going to support you in being able to do that? Like we kind of talk often about like speaking to your ideal client and understanding their problems and fears and stuff and I like to switch around sometimes and use the chart to kind of determine like who will be pulled into my aura to support my mission in this lifetime if I'm rooted in my mission and grounded in my mission then who 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 are my allies that you know those those soulmate connections that are gonna enable me to to shine that light as as far and as wide as possible um to have the impact that I'm here to have in this lifetime mm. um so yeah, I hope that answers the question. <laughs> yeah, massively. I absolutely love that so much. Um, it's such a beautiful way of looking at it because I think so many people can feel like this is me, the leader of my business, like the authority of whatever, marketing, social media marketing. And then this is my audience. Um, and they may they may feel like they have some form of connection with their audience I don't like calling it an audience that is your community and they're mm. incredible human beings you know within your following um but I think there can be a varying degrees of connection that people have with them but mm. actually when you think about it from a point of um we're in this together it's not me almost like me and them separately or me against them trying to draw them in it's like we are in this together and when I'm speaking my truth and yeah going with the flow of the creative downloads so to speak you know that that channeling energy and just kind of putting it into a post and seeing what happens that's when it draws in your your soul aligned people mm. um but yeah looking at it from from a perspective of um yeah like working on the same kind of mission together mm. in the world is super powerful yeah yeah it's something that we explore you know in what I explore with my clients a lot um because I think sometimes it can be you know in the digital sort of marketing and coaching and you know online space that seems to be in in a boom at the moment it can kind of feel a little bit overwhelming of like how do I make my message unique um you know how and, and I think there are certain strategies there of course but like bringing in that other side of it of like okay what what makes me different and what makes my individuality sort of stand out here um is, is something to really to explore yeah I love the idea of sort of being in community as well um and kind of you know, I always respond to people on comments and in DMs. Like I really value like the people who are there with me and supporting. And I think there's like a resonance, isn't there, energetically? This thing, these posts and communication, it has a certain vibration. So to feel mm -hmm. into that um, and yes, speak from a heartfelt place, I think is, is really important um, when you market yourself. Yeah, and what you said about, um, you know, having a business coach suggest that you outsource your social media, I always recommend people do their own, especially as the, the business owner, like people are buying into you. And so if, um, I actually spoke to someone about this yesterday, if someone has a discovery call with you and they love your vibe, but they go away to think about, you know, investing in you for a bit, 
and then they're consuming your social content which is written and put out there by someone else they Mm. may well feel like a massive disconnect like oh I got this kind of impression of feeling from her on the phone Mm. and then I'm seeing these posts and they're not quite in alignment and so it's not always really going to do you justice because it's not Mm. your energy even if the posts are amazing and you know they've been written by an incredible copywriter your energy isn't there your Mm -hmm. sentiment isn't there like yeah it's just Mm. not it's not gonna be the same so of course everybody you know needs to do what they want to do and what feels right but from an energetic perspective I think there can be potentially a little bit of trouble and when you go down that route but Mm. um I would love to round off by asking you one last question so Mm. this podcast is called the mate's magic with your marketing podcast um (laughs) the mate magic podcast Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know I have always been someone who wants um a lot from life I want extra extraordinary I don't want you know I don't want normal I I want to chase the the magic Mm -hmm. and you know I'm having conversations with marketing experts business experts um healers people like you human design experts from all kind of areas of business and life um in order to I guess empower and support people to find a further depth of magic for their own lives and so I'd love Mm. to ask you what does making magic in your life mean to you Mm. oh yeah great question making magic hmm I think um it's sort of for for me it kind of comes back to like what are my core values and like what do I um like how do I want to live my my life um and that to me is pretty simple you know like I'm very much for I guess in the nature of my work, like stripping away the unnecessary and like falling away from structures and stuff that don't support us and just sort of tuning into how unique and magic that we, we really are. Um, you know, I, I crave a lot of time in slowness in stillness in presence and, um, after being very burnt out in a very fast paced sort of masculine environment, uh, magic for me is just like, being present and connecting to what is in the moment I don't crave for lots in my life um I really have the most magic when I'm out in you know the countryside with my partner and my dog and like you know just those ability like the ability to really enjoy the present is like Mm -hmm. that for me is making magic because you know, it really is all, all that we have. And don't get me wrong, I am inspired to achieve and I want to like make a success out of myself and my business and, you know, leave an imprint, but uh, not at the expense of losing magic in the present moment, because that um, that for me is, is the gift, like a gift of presence, a gift of love and a gift of connection is is really... I mean, it's probably sounds corny and cheesy to your listeners. But that's what I've worked out that, that, that really matters for me. Um, you know, a, a, alongside with different ways of how I want to sort of be perceived in, in my work and, and otherwise and contribution back. Um, yeah, that's, that for me is, is a magical life or all those mm-hmm. magic moments. 
Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. It's incredibly powerful and how I kind of interpret that myself, maybe for my own life, is um, finding the magic in every moment or um, mm. just being present enough to appreciate the magic that is in every moment because we can so easily bypass it so mm. so easily and so you just sharing that has actually been like a really nice kind of lesson and a reminder for me thank <laughs> you so much <laughs> oh my pleasure my pleasure <laughs> who knows speak to me next week and that might have changed but that's definitely my truth for now <laughs> um, Love it. yeah oh thank you so so much I have adored chatting with you and learning from you um and I would love to just ask you where people can connect with you, you know, if they have loved what they've heard about from the design and want to check out your readings. Um, and also I know that you've got an amazing course for people to delve into. So where can they check all of that out? Yeah, sure. So I kind of hang out on on social media as I underscore am underscore Livy underscore. And then my website is www.embodiedhumandesign.com um and there yeah the, the the kind of three services that I offer are one-to-one readings um a self-paced sort of study course that's launching in autumn um for people to yeah use their design to sort of navigate their business and to grow their business and um understand what makes them unique in their business um and then I work with clients one-to-one over, you know, shorter periods of time between three to six months, 12 months as well, um, different stages of their business. So, um, yeah, I, I currently operate my wait list on, on the readings and the, the, the kind of one-to-one work. Um, so, but you can find me on, on the website or on, on social media. Amazing. <laughs> thank you so so much oh, my <laughs> pleasure thank you for having me thank you for receiving it all and yeah all of your lovely intuitive questions that <laughs> got me thinking <laughs> oh yeah it's been a joy thank you Livy. take, take care, care. <laughs> bye bye thank you so much for tuning in today i'm so grateful to have had you join us If you loved today's episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at LizBeersMarketing. I'd love to connect with you all on there. And I'd also love to ask you to show me some love by leaving a rating or a review. I'd really, really appreciate that support. If you'd like to find out more about me and my marketing services for small business owners like you, check out the show notes for all the different ways we can work together or visit my website, LizBeersMarketing.com. Wishing you an amazing day and sending you lots and lots of love.